On this episode of the Quick Pop Podcast, it's Ace and Ron as they scramble to figure out what to talk about and eventually settle on what makes a good heal, why are heels necessary, and why is MJF the best heel in professional wrestling right now? Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another exciting episode, an exciting edition of the Quick Pop Podcast. I am Ron, Ronchi Ron. I am Ronchi, Ronch Salad, Ronch Dressing. And as usual, well, I mean, not as usual. Right now, we are running a tag team. We're not running a stable. It, there's no free bird rule. It's just the two of us building sandcastles in the sand. It's me and Ace. I, you know what? I like how I like how that came about. I appreciate. I appreciate. Dude, I I try. Uh, I tried this time. I tried to I was like, know, keep it short and sweet. Well, I was like, where are we going with this? Uh, and, well, I had the song like in my head, and then I thought of uh, <laughs> how I met your mother, and then that song was in my head. Sand oh, great, castle. Great. Now it's in my head. head. Yeah, and now it's in everyone else's head. Good morning. <laughs> so so are we uh gonna talk about um pop pop sensations today gonna talk about some very quick pop sensations oh those are the nicest sensations i've ever felt there was one time i was sitting down in my chair and my good boy ace he decided he was like hey are we still on for tonight and i said yeah and he was like, cool. And now I'm here. Quick pop. Quick pop. We did it. <laughs> All right. Um, so on this uh, not very special episode of the Quick Pop podcast, also known as uh, Nothing Happened in Wrestling. Really? I mean, honestly, it's like an argument can be made things here and there. But like, I don't know. Nothing like really earth shattering happened within the last week. Well, I think the only thing that should be of note uh, last week was Sue. Good old Sue. True. That, that is the only thing. Pulling the old Stone Cold to end the show. It's fantastic. <laughs> True. Fantastic. I, but that's what I'm saying, though. Like, in general, though, like, there wasn't any major story developments. No. Uh, there wasn't any, like big major signings or releases, you know, oh, uh, Sarah D, uh, Sarah D, uh, uh, oh my gosh. I, I had it in my head and I just, Sandra, no, sit, Senri. Ah, what is her name? Oh my gosh. I completely forgot something. D, either. Uh, got signed to AEW, uh, today. Uh, oh, she okay. put the pen to paper, uh, she she did uh the WWE for a while. Uh she was part okay. of um the uh Straight Edge Society along with uh one Doc Gallows and CM Punkus. I see. Okay, okay. She was the one that uh got her head shaved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's all slowly coming back, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm like I'm really well, I'm not trying to, take to remember anything her name. from her. Uh how dare I? But you know, I just on it like not saying that her getting that wasn't like a big deal. Serena I, I Deeb. Didn't know. Serena Deeb. It was S something, so yeah. I, I, um we get there. Oh, and then also uh G1 Climax is going on, but 
Yeah. Uh, I, I assume that without Jake, um, we don't want to turn this to the raunchy show. I would, well, I would say not necessarily like without Jake. It's just like, I guess what I would say, has any of our final four picks been knocked out yet? Well, I mean, it's a round robin tournament, so no one's. That's what but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah, it yeah, started basically. Is the news is it started? It, it's there, and uh, my my homie, the um, uh, the juicy J Juice Robinson is right. Uh... I, saw... <laughs> I saw that, and I was just like, that was such a wholesome, great uh, promo. Yeah, he, he's a good boy. The the okay. sweet boy down at the uh the restaurant could do it. Th- take that, Yoshihashi. I bet we could segue that. Okay, go for it. That that's a really good promo he did. Oh, it, uh, it was right on the line of it. It didn't sway to either side. It wasn't yeah completely like throwing on the cleaner. rope, right? But he definitely yeah. did a little bit of heel there when he was just mm-hmm. like. I knew it was gonna happen. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. Um, but and, like, what what would what would you constitute as a heel though? Because you and I, I think we differ on a let's lot talk of about things. That. Let's, let's talk about that. Let's talk about it. Uh, so, well, okay, because because I tend to lead more face, and not that that's a bad thing, but because mm-hmm. I tend to lean more face. I mean, it's in your name. It's in my name. Uh, what is your idea of a good heel and who, well, okay. I think I already know the answer, but who right now is the top heel in wrestling? I would say right now, who is most embodying the heel nature, according to you, according to me, I think the, the true heel out of everyone right now, when it comes to all of, all of wrestling, I would say is MJF. I was gonna I was gonna say like I think I already know, but yeah, yeah, he he is he's very, very, very much embodying the like the spirit he, of what a heel should it should be. He makes me want to like push his face into a wall and just grind it out. Like, well, like I've I've said this on a couple of podcasts mm-hmm. that my to me a good heel is one that I hate the character. Mm-hmm not the person yeah like you're not bet you're not a heel if i hate you okay prime example yeah and it might it might be stretching that line just a bit but let's do it brock lesnar mm-hmm. is a good heel but the problem is the reason i don't like him as a heel is because i don't think there's a separation mm-hmm. i think Brock Lesnar is a hundred percent exactly the same as he is in the ring as he is out of the ring. Yeah, he is one hundred one hundred percent that boy. And I'm not saying that like if you've if you've got like a gritty spirit, you can't be a heel. But like, yeah. if I'm no, he, gonna, he comes off as a as a poop bag. But if I'm yeah, if, if I'm gonna root for you, I want to root for I want to root for Brock Lesnar. Not and I know this is a, that's actually his name, but I wonder if Brock Lesnar, not Broccoli Lesnario or whatever his real name would theoretically be. You know, Bro- uh, Brocus Bro- Brodus Clay, Brocusly, Brocusly, Brocusly. Uh, yeah, yeah, but Mr. like Brokusly. that kind of that kind of thing. Like uh, when Batista tried to be a heel, mm-hmm. you know, 
Yeah. Uh, even though if you look at his billing on when his best movies, it lists him as Batista. And I'm like, that no. The can't be his the, name. The Batista. So you so when it comes to being a heel, you want to not like the character. And I want you, I want you, you, you want a difference. Yeah, like I want to actively dislike you. Uh, okay. and a, a, the flip side of that would be the Miz. Mm-hmm. Uh, you watch the Miz on WWE oh, programming, and you're just yeah. like, "Ugh." Mm-hmm. I mean, of late, he's not so bad. He is starting to slowly go heel again, but as yeah. of late, he hasn't. He wasn't his. Uh, I, I don't know, four, three or four year ago era, yeah. where yeah. Miz was just on top. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you watch all the WWE programming, and you're just like, "Ugh." I cannot stand this guy. But and then, then you, you turn around show, right? Yeah. You turn around and watch like Miz and Mrs. And you're like, Oh my God, I love Miz. He, he's wholesome. He's wholesome. He's so wholesome. Yeah. Uh, that, that is like one of the things is that, um, I, when I was younger, I watched road rules. I watched the real world and I watched the season, uh, season 10 of the real world back to New York with Mike the Miz Mizanin. And right. I watched like the gauntlets, I've the challenges vaguely, with like Cole. I vaguely and, remember that era, but yeah. Yeah, like the Miz was born. <laughs> the Miz was born on MTV. Oh yeah. And dude, like I've always liked him. I've I've also always like whenever he was a heel, I always either like it's like, oh is he's horrible or oh my gosh, I really don't like this boy. So and that's what that's what I think when I say like what makes a good heel. Mm-hmm. Again, you can be like mean, normal, and like still be that like in your character. But there, to me, because you're watching professional wrestling, because let's let's face it, we're watching a stage play with physical combat sections. Like yeah. if we break it down to its like barest minimal roots. It's stage play with it's, physical combat sections. It, it's Shakespeare not written by Zack Sabre Jr. Oh my God. Speaking of people I absolutely hate. Um, <laughs> uh, no, but the idea is there has to me, there has to be that separation. Mm-hmm. Um, faces can change a little bit because like a face can be good in the ring and outside and you're just like, oh, he's just a good person. But yeah, like yeah, yeah. a heel, there should be some separation where you when you see him in the ring, you hate him. But when you are seeing him just like outside of that, you don't have that immediate visceral reaction. Yeah. Like like if I saw MJF on an episode of Up, Up, Down, Down, which would never happen. But no. if I saw MJF on an episode of Up, Up, Down, Down, if I could look at him and be like, oh, he's kind of cool. Like I dig him and everything. And then I go back to watching AEW and I'm like, oh my God, can someone just punch this man? So, that so is the mark of a good heel. It's kind of like uh, using your example of up, up, down, down, Baron Corbin. Yes. Uh, oh my God. That's yeah. a good example. Because Baron, like, I like the boy on up, up, down, down. He's fun. He's, he's entertaining. I like, like their little group they've got. Yeah. The sweets he, or whatever. Yeah. And then, of course, like, oh, you're just. And then you watch your own WWE and you're just yeah. like, all right, who did you who'd you piss off? Like, can we stop giving him a push? Can we stop calling him a king? Yeah, please. Hasn't it been a year at this point? Can we get another King of the Ring tournament so we can have somebody else be king? Please. Can we? Can we? And oh, I hate I hate his theme. 
I hate the theme where it has like that regal music and then it gets to his awesome theme and then uh, goes back to I I, I, don't, know. I don't know. Like I I do kind of see what I don't like is when they had the motorcycle rev. It's similar to how you don't like the the ricochet ricochet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah. yeah, I don't mind the like Gregorian kind of chant deal that they got going mm-hmm. and then it kicks in. Yeah. Then I mean, I could see what you're saying. Like, I, I see where you're coming at with that. But to me, it's the motorcycle part that messes it up. Yeah. Because but they're like, like trying like, to make him be like, oh, he's a biker. I'm like, yeah, never. <laughs> no, he's, never he's, has he been. He's the lone wolf. And wolves, they coincide with m- motorcycles. I guess. But, but yeah, to be like worse, uh, they uh, could have a wolf owl. But to your point, oh, God, no. Uh, but <laughs> wait, didn't Ember Moon have one? Didn't Ember Moon have a uh, Yeah, but I mean, hers is like it the moon, so it's not like, as weird. Yeah. So moon. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That's as, not as weird. As you were saying, like seeing Baron Corbin on different WWE programming and then seeing him on the actual product itself, uh, oh, yeah. you could appreciate the person that he is, but you could also appreciate the character. Well, like I, I like him more when I can see a difference because I, I see to my, mm-hmm. I can think to myself like, this guy's really putting in some effort to yeah. be this. Like, it's not just like, oh, just go out there being jerk. Cool. Like, it, yeah. they're going out there and like intentionally making you hate them. Yeah, uh, Ziggler, mm-hmm. whole career, he's very rarely been a face. He's always been kind of like a on the edge heel. And then you watch Swerved, and it's a totally different thing. Oh gosh, Ziggler's uh, even with um Total Divas, even with Total yeah. Divas, he he's such a even on Miz and Misses because he's like bros with the Miz. Right. And, oh, that was crazy because this was around the time they were feuding, where right. Ziggler was <laughs> like, "If I if I'm gonna challenge you one more time for the Intercontinental Title, and if I lose, I quit." And the Miz is like, yo, okay, cool. Let's do this. And they go back and they watch a Cleveland Browns game. <laughs> like they, they fly all the way back. It's great. It's wonderful. Yeah, the, the difference in the two is probably my favorite part. And but like that's what I'm saying. Like, I like when there's such a stark difference that I mm-hmm. can see one person and then when they're on the TV, I see a totally yeah. different person. Yeah. No, um, but I, I do want to do it like this. There was a a thing that I really liked, and it brings back the whole classic, you know, keeping it kayfabe and everything. And this is one of the biggest reasons why I exactly love MJF. The boy is a genuine d bag. Like he doesn't drop it, character ever. He does not drop character. I I remember reading that. Uh, I guess it was on. I guess the uh, Chris Jericho rock and roll rager at sea that they bring in all these guests. And then these guests, these wrestlers, they have to, they have like an autograph session where they charge so many for uh, an autograph, a picture and whatnot. And the most expensive person on that cruise was like sting at 500. Hmm. And, you know, to get like the autograph, get the picture and everything with that. So MJF, decides i want to make my price 501 <laughs> because he believes that he should be the highly sought after talent he should be the most expensive talent 
and all of that <laughs> so crazy just stuff. To be a dollar more. Yeah, he just wanted to be a dollar more. He's like, I'm better. I'm better than you, and you know it. Absolutely. And also on top of that, like there there's been plenty of times where he's been like he flat out like got in trouble about like this kind of stuff. I think there was a signing where like a kid wanted to like pose with MJF and MJF flat out gives him the finger in the photo. And like everyone was so upset about it. Cody Rhodes had to come out and say, you know, you signed up for this. Like right. you, the kid, you signed up for this. You knew exactly <laughs> who MJF is. Why do you, you think? And then of course the other, oh, there's so many MJF stories. It's absolutely surreal. Um, but one of my favorites is I think it was in Las Vegas. They just finished Double or Nothing, or they haven't started Double or Nothing. And he's like walking with like Chris Van Vliet. And he sees a guy, I guess, at a restaurant, like wearing an AEW shirt. So right. MJF stops like the interview. He walks over to the window and stares at this man. Uh, wearing the AEW shirt and does not move until mm -hmm. he gets seen. And so the guy in the AEW shirt looks up and he sees MJF and his face like lights up and everything. And he's like, oh my gosh, MJF, I'm supporting him. AEW, AEW. And MJF just gets in the finger <laughs> and then walks off. The like, dedication I, is probably I the love, best part. I love when uh wrestlers keep it kayfabe and yeah it like, makes it like it adds another dimension it makes it a bit more believable like dude this guy really is a, well, a poop head and to qualify that statement it's not yeah. a requirement there's some people who can pull it off mjf is definitely one of those ones that like mm -hmm. his very character needs to be 24 7 mm -hmm. um I mean, WWE doesn't really have that. The last, like, long-standing kayfabe person we had just retired in The Undertaker. Yeah. Uh, although an argument could be made that Triple H is always in character as well. Mm, yeah. I mean, the man... Well, until, he, until he started doing, like, all the uh, charity work that the WWE constantly does, I then guess, you can but like, <laughs> You can't be like... Uh, Connor uh, McCrusher pinned Triple H. I think... I think that constitutes as a, a very wholesome guy that Paul Levesque. I'm just Paul saying. Levesque just used the shovel on the the other way around. That's all that happened. <laughs> Buried himself. So so like you don't uh, I, I want to try to get into your head with this one. So you don't necessarily oh, like even though you could appreciate people that keep it kayfabe, you don't necessarily agree with people that well, I guess what it would be, though, is you have to be like Taker and like MJF and establish that from the get go and uh -huh. understand that by going that route, by towing that line, mm -hmm. you can you you take yourself out from doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. And because I am like predominantly face like that would be weird to me. She's. She's encroaching. I see her. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lexi, but it, that would Lexi be weird. Bell. That would be weird to me because, like, prime example, you were talking about like uh, Triple H. You know, oh, he's yeah. in character and silly started doing the charity stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, 
I, I imagine that somewhere down the line we're start, we'll start seeing AEW do some charity stuff when they yeah. feel like they've like really secured themselves and they're not like the underdog fighter trying to just scrap for their position. Well, Even though everyone praises them like gold, I don't, well, I don't they, feel like they... Fight for the Fallen is strictly 100% all person. Yeah, what I mean is like when they've got like you know, Susan G. Komen night and oh. got, not saying like someone's got to die, but like, uh, you no, know, no, having, like, I mean, Susan G. Komen's just a well, horrible. OK, that all that aside, what I'm saying is when yeah. they start having like big name charity mm-hmm. reference nights like, oh, we're yeah, having, yeah. you know, autism awareness night or, yeah. you know, like I said, not hoping that somebody dies, but let's yeah. say they get to where they have like their own Connor, essentially. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Not saying you have to be WWE to be recognized, but I don't think we're quite yet at the point where like they're operating on that same level. Yeah, I you know? know that for a while AEW was really promoting the uh, the culture thing, uh, mm-hmm. where they had like the all inclusive, like the blue rooms uh, for people you know that have uh, autism and everything. Wow. And the cats are angry. Um, oh, yeah. They have autism and everything where they have a place where they could go where they could like de-stress and kind of get their bearings together. That way they could enjoy a, a good wrestling show. Um, All right. They've done that. Uh, but... Quick literal tangent. I mean, this is like. Go for it. Go for it. Now. Go for it. Uh, this past week ish, we can have was PAX Online. Uh, Mm -hmm. And I dabbled and looked at it a couple of times because I was like, oh, this is like the replacement for PAX West. And at PAX West every year, they have a an AFK room. So where you go and like if if it's getting to you, you go here. They had an AFK room at PAX Online. And that to me, while a good step was weird. Yeah, because if you just go AFK, you literally you just, can like, go get away AFK. from the computer. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, so, uh, that's crazy. you were you were mentioning them having the blue room, and that stuff, that kind of stuff is fantastic. But it just triggered me because I was thinking about the whole last week of like, why is there a, the AFK room? Isn't AFK literally AFK? Yeah, away, yeah, like, away from away like, from keyboards. Like I, <laughs> like I can't I can't deal with packs right now and. Let me go into this other room. <laughs> Put the head. You you go take a tinkle. Yeah, yeah. You, that's, you take that's the pee break. You take the you take the Nia Jax uh, match. Oh, so. you break somebody's leg. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Nia Jax. Nia, Nia Jax. Jax. Nia Jax is a heel that I don't think is a heel. Yeah. Same. But I don't. I don't fear. I don't like. To me, when what she comes across as semi-badly written Mm -hmm. and i also don't like (sighs) any heel should have a justification that if you really thought about it and even play devil's advocate you could get behind Mm -hmm. you could go like okay well i see what you're saying the only heel thing that i ever truly believed that she should take credit for is that she killed the be a star movement with that speech she gave as a face uh, once she won the women's title where she's like, you know, you could do anything you want to. You could be anyone who w- you want to be. You just got to remember you're a star. And in order to shine bright, you got to be a star. And I was like, OK, well, uh, I don't think they're well, going to advertise this anymore. 
Yeah, you were right on the cusp, and I, I was like, yeah, and then saying, to shine bright, you have to be a star. And I was like, yep, you were so close. You were so close. You could have gone uh, with the body positivity message, or, you know, yeah. females can be stars, too. Like, there yeah. were so many ways you could have gone with that, and you Instead, went Instead, she with goes with be- the anti-bullying campaign yeah. that, <laughs> yeah, and then, like, well, a few months later, she's a bully. And it's not even necessarily like bad to go with anti-bullying. It's just like, hey, uh, maybe go with something different. Yeah. Especially when essentially you are the the monster, more or less, in the women's division. Yeah. And this is like the whole reverse thing about what you were saying, like with The Miz and Dolph Ziggler, Baron Corbin. I really don't care about Nia Jax. I don't care what she does in the ring. I, I just I, I cannot invest in her. She is not a feel good moment for me. I was well, at the WrestleMania where she won the women's championship off of Alexa Bliss. And I took that as a pee break. I legitimately it did. Help. It also doesn't help that she is really, 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 really bad about injuring people. She's bad about and, injuring people. She's bad about being friends with people. She's bad about everything. She's bad about like and so, uh, social like, media. So the problem becomes She's not likable. Right. Well, and that's why I say like the problem becomes you could be the nicest person, the biggest face on the planet, but if you're mm-hmm. injuring folks, you're not yeah. gonna have that same appeal. Like people might be like, you know, ah, he's new, he's a plucky guy, but like they really need to train him better. But if you're not likable and injuring people, it's you're just not gonna recover from that. Yeah, and I think there, there's a part of me that wants to say that Nia Jax got a bad rap because you expect a lot more out of her being related to someone like The Rock. But at the same time, she Roman has Reigns. done so many like horrible, horrible, horrible things um, like on on screen and off screen. And you're just like, you know what? She's not a heel to me. She's just a bad person. Also, also, I think it's been proven that in recent years, being related to The Rock is not a shoe-in for superstardom. No. Because a lot of people are related to The Rock, and it yeah. took them doing their own thing to be, to be recognized. Yeah. No, and not, I, shoved I, down I, our, not shoved down our throat. I definitely feel Ooh. that. Ooh. Okay, let's talk about this. So we've talked about oh, what our ideas of what a heel is, mm-hmm. what you think a heel is, what I think a heel is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's answer a burning question that's been going on lately in the world of WWE. Is Roman Reigns a heel? Ooh. I, in my mind, he skirts. He honestly, he skirts. He does heal things. He does heal tactics. But at the same time, like, I haven't seen anything glaringly heal. Maybe we'll mm-hmm. see that this Sunday on uh, Clash of Champions, uh, the WWE pay-per-view happening on Sunday. But we haven't seen anything super heelish. It's It's been a whole bunch of skirting and beating around the bush and, like, aligning himself with Paul Heyman, which I gotta, I gotta say, I don't know if I made this point yet on the podcast. But this Paul Heyman is a lot more different than the Brock Lesnar Paul Heyman. I don't know if you've caught that. No, I actually read an article mm-hmm. uh, 
where Paul Heyman says that Roman Reigns has kind of rescued him from obscurity. Yeah. Because it got to the point where no one was looking at Paul Heyman anymore. It was yeah, just, yeah. it wasn't Roman Reigns or it wasn't Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. It was just, oh yeah, you, there's the one, there's the both and bye. Like it wasn't a big deal to see Paul Heyman because you're yeah. just like, oh, Paul's here. Oh, well then that means Brock's here. And then Brock's going to do Brock things. Like now Brock throws Paul, uh, car doors at fans. Yeah. Now Paul feels more like, like an actual manager to Roman yeah. Reigns because Roman Reigns has no qualms about getting on the mic and expressing his feelings. Mm-hmm. Like the whole like advocate thing was good for a while, but at a certain point, if we have, you have to hear it from the person. You can't just, just like that was an old 70s, 80s, early 90s thing where like managers yeah, yeah. were literally the mouthpiece. Nowadays, we have so much exposure to the wrestler that at a certain point, it was Paul Heyman with Brock Lesnar, not Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman, mm-hmm. because you knew. Brock's not going to say anything. Brock's not going to yeah. release a press release. Brock's not no. going to say something on Twitter. It's Paul no. Heyman. So Paul's the heel and Brock's the 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 eye candy. Yeah. Um, with, so with Roman. It's, yeah, it's a different story. It's it, a totally different story. Like he's subservient to Roman. Like right. I would say it, it's not an advocate, but an advisory position. Like, like there was a couple of times mm-hmm. with Brock, we had that feeling like there was that time where he was sitting on the couch with him yeah. and you kind of had the feeling of like, oh, Brock could beat him up. And he never did. Yeah. This Roman, he, he could possibly beat Paul Heyman up. You could tell that Roman is always doing what he wants. Like, it's almost like a movie. Roman's mm-hmm. doing what he wants. And Paul is just doing his best to quote unquote make it legal. Yeah. Like yeah. essentially the incident at oh, the last yeah. pay-per-view mm-hmm. was Roman just I imagine Roman just stood up and was like, all right, I'm gonna wrestle. And like Paul's running around like frantically like, I have to make it to where he can do this. I have to make it where he can do this. I have to make it how he can do this. So when he got on stage, it was like, yeah, look what I did. You know full well he had just like ran through the entire building while Roman was walking to Gorilla, he, just being like he, he came back he a this? different can man. He do this? Can he do this? He, he started off as this huge fat uh, lawyer man, and now he looks as skinny as Alexa Bliss. He looks like he's having to keep up with with uh, Roman, with Roman, not yeah. babysitting him. Yeah, and that's I, I what that's I really fun. like about this is. That they have that same dynamic with Brock and and uh, you know Paul and Brock, they have that same dynamic, but it's more Romans leading and Paul is following. Not yeah. Paul is like, all right, Brock, fight this guy now. Come on, Sick him, boy, Come on. go get him. Like he treat he treats Brock like a bit more of a bigger dog than he's treating Roman. Yeah, he's just I mean, like, no, Brock, we're not fighting this. It's like People. he's. Oh, Roman's the real big dog. Yeah, I can't, I, I I like can't tell him to sit. But here's here's something that I just thought about, though. Yeah, there are heels that we like. 
mm-hmm. and not heels that we hate to like. Yeah. Prime yeah. example. Let's just call the fiend what he is. He is a, a heel. heel. He's a heel. But nobody who's the fiend when he shows up. Yeah. He is a fiend that got or he fiend. He is a fiend. He's a he's face a that got mislabeled. Yeah. Essentially. And not like, oh, he's the wrong character. More like it was like a typo. Like, oh, this is the face, the fiend. And we're like, yeah. And they were like, oh, wait, 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 wait. We meant the wait, heel. And they were they like, are? it doesn't where's matter. Like, I, I meant to put friend, the fiend. No. Ah, dang Vince, it. My RP stop. is broken. <laughs> Vince, don't, don't run with this. Oh, I love this. The fiend. The fiend is a custom character where you set it all up to be the fiend and then you forgot to change the little drop down menu to heal instead of face. And so everyone praises him. You're just like, no, you're supposed to hate him. He's a monster. He's literally murdering people. And they're like, favorite person in wrestling right now. Can you just imagine, let's say Bray Wyatt, he he comes into like Vince's office and he's pitching like the Firefly Funhouse. He essentially wants to be Mr. Rogers and be and a face. He wants to be a face. And he comes in and he hands like he hands VKM like uh, I guess like an outline of everything he wants to be a part of. And he's just going through it, going through it. And he sees a typo and he sees the word fiend. And he's like, oh, pray. We're on to something. The fiend. And he's like, wait, no, I wrote that. (laughs) Wait, what what are you, Vince? What are you talking about? It's like, I want to do, I want to do something like, like, like Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Rogers. But with the fiend. This is such good stuff. (laughs) As soon as she started saying that, I was like, "Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. I'm not not here not to try to make your. The fiend is a very, very good example of a. Is he is a heel? Like, uh, there's nothing about him that you can go. Oh yeah, he did face things. Like, no, he he has murdered two people on television. Yes, he has. Uh, so like, I'm sorry, you're Mark, but everyone absolutely loves him because he's not like. What's interesting is because so here I was going to make a comparison. You can make the comparison that it's like Finn Balor and the Demon King. But the thing is, it's obvious with the way that Finn portrays it, that he's like in charge, quote unquote, of the Demon King. And so he lets the demon. Whereas I wish they would just do a these are two different people thing with Bray and the Fiend. Yeah. Michael Cole, stop saying the Fiend Bray Wyatt. Stop it. Stop it. I also don't like that they announce him as the, the, fiend, Bray uh, Wyatt. the fiend Bray Wyatt. Just yeah. call him the fiend like you did when he came out. I like that, like the scribbly writing showing up just saying the fiend. I want yeah. it to be like a Madonna or a, a U2. Like I want it to be Prince. its own thing, even though yeah. we know it's by this person. Like it's kind of like The Rock. You don't say mm-hmm. Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. You no. just say The Rock. Well, I mean, for a while you did say uh, Dwayne Johnson, well, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You yeah, I mean, there's, but, see, but the, I mean, to be fair, the, they don't it's look movies. different. It's, 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 it's movies. It's movies. Yeah, and I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, Dwayne Johnson's a lot more jacked than The Rock. Oh, my gosh. You yeah, seen the boys yeah. like, the picks? like, bro. Um, 
Did you hear, I, I, the, did you hear the joke about the him and his family getting the Backstreet Boys reunion tour? No, they, no, they, no. They, they, they said, uh, well, I'll just quote it, but let's let it be known. Yeah. The joke doesn't work when I say it's the Backstreet Boys reunion tour. So just yeah. so you know. Yeah. He said, uh, The Rock uh, confirmed that he and his family had COVID-19 and beat it. They said the first thing that they noticed that, uh, that they might have a problem is when they noticed they could no longer smell what The Rock was cooking. Oh, no. Because no. That's one of the symptoms. No. <laughs> I, lo- I was like, that's uh, it's that's- great. <laughs> okay. That is, a, so- that is a good one. <laughs> Speaking of good ones, here's an example for you. Tell me. So the mega powers. Macho Man Randy Savage and Hulk Hogan. The okay. whole the whole script with those two vying for Miss Elizabeth's attention. Oh, you're talking about the story from the mega the powers. The story. Yeah, okay. the story from the mega powers. You like Macho Macho came off as a heel, but you gotta admit. Hulk Hogan did some very heelish things in that storyline, and well, you still like rooted for him. Well, first of all, uh, back in the day, Hulk was the rock of that era, where yeah, yeah. he almost could do no wrong. Um, but and then he went to WCW, and he went to WCW, and, <laughs> and he did, uh, then he did TNA, and uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, and then there was that whole uh, court case. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, I went full heel. Yeah. Um, oh, but no, let's talk to the, Titus O'Neil about that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, the great thing, the great thing about um, with hit, with that particular story you were talking about with the mega powers, mm-hmm. what really makes that really cool is, like you said, like at the start you were like, "Well, Macho Man's the crazy one here. Like, uh, Hulk's just like the innocent." And so, yeah, why the heck is Macho? Macho is the heel. But as the story progressed and progressed, you were like, I don't know, but Hulk is being kind of sus. And yeah. Macho Man's just kind of like defending his wife. Mm-hmm. It doesn't help that apparently the Macho Man, Randy Savage, Randy Savage himself, according yeah. to that documentary from forever ago, yeah, yeah. Is fiercely protective. Oh, yeah. Of, uh, Miss Elizabeth. Oh, Miss Elizabeth, yeah. Even like outside of the story, like, was yeah, fierce. Definitely, protective. like, uh, listeners, if you haven't watched that episode of Dark Side, uh, Dark Side of the Ring, it's oh, it's definitely must watch. Not even just the Dark Side. What's the uh, the documentary that's like uh, narrated by his brother? Oh, I don't know. Oh, well, I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? Like, it's the one I think that, so, like, yeah, it's his, it's his brother that's talking through a majority yeah. of the documentary and it's put I, on by WWE because I, I remember it coming on after a pay-per-view one time i don't i don't recall uh i don't recall the name but i've seen it so many times so yeah. i need to but yeah it's it's down. the whole skirting of what what's face the dark side of the ring also uh yeah they do a yeah they do a great job of it um all, all their all their episodes uh were oh, fantastic just, uh, Macho Man, the Macho, macho story, Randy, the the Randy Savage story, yeah. Okay, but uh, right. I believe it's uh, narrated by his Lanny uh, Poffo. brother. Yeah, yeah. Because the thing, I, like, uh, oh, is it? Or no, I'm not. I'm not getting the two mixed up. No, I've seen the Macho Man one. I I started to bleed uh, the the Ultimate Warrior one in a little bit. Oh, well. yeah. 
yeah but it's just the both of like the both of them kind of swapped kind of uh roles for a little bit and, yeah as, ooh, it, as it progressed Ooh, speaking of uh swapping real quick um the rock versus hulk hogan where hulk hogan came in as the heel but when they were at WrestleMania, was it WrestleMania 18? Rock versus uh, the Icon versus Icon match. Um, they've said many times that as they were out there doing that whole like shifting of the head thing that you're doing right now uh, for all of the audio listeners that aren't watching uh, twitch.tv slash Ace of Spades card, uh, listening to uh, the Quick Pop podcast live every Monday. Um, just they knew at that point that with the cheers that Hulk Hogan got from that WrestleMania crowd, The Rock had to play heel. Yeah, he had to be the bad guy, even though the story he, going he into it was He built in reversed. as a good guy, yeah. yeah he, they they like, had oh. to do a complete change in how they did their ring psychology, their actions that they took, the the belt whipping and all of that, yeah. Um, Him hulking up had to be a much bigger deal. Like, yeah. Like... Uh, things things kind of happen on the about, uh, Million dollar suit, uh, Rob. Oh gosh, <laughs> yeah. That was that was some good classic heel times. But yeah, like I think essentially what it comes down to, we we dictate who a heel is. Oh, oh, absolutely. We, that's what we dictate it. That's what's really fun. So, uh, you know, at the beginning of all this, I mentioned that WWE is basically a stage play with uh, physical combat sections. But what mm-hmm. makes it different than just watching a stage play is that the audience is both the audience and the co-director. Yeah. If an audience starts cheering someone that they intended to be booed, then they'll slowly morph into that, like, not face role, but like mm-hmm. person who can get away with doing whatever they want. Uh, John Moxley, for yeah. example. Yeah. He, he Stone does Cold. things. Stone Cold was the... Stone Cold Stone was Cold. the OG, like, anti-heel or anti-face or however you want to look at it. Becky is a different you, story. She was well, straight up just... Well, she started off as doing the heel and uh, admonishing the WWE universe uh, for not trusting in her, but then birthed the man. Well, not even, yeah, when the man came out, then she started taking on the Stone Cold elements minus the, like... The deviousness he was she was just straight up tough person yeah uh but no stone cold's the original like by all means was a heel but definitely was not a heel oh yeah the he's the anti-hero because this was during a time where everyone hated their jobs they didn't like the man and you you turn on monday night raw and there you see stone cold steve austin uh giving fingers to the boss and giving them stone cold stunners each and every single monday it's great. Well, what's also really interesting to think about is uh, there there are some people that by the look of them they would be a heel, mm-hmm. and really they're nothing. Yeah. A prime example is Undertaker. Yeah. I don't think you could put him in either box. Well, I mean, <sighs> I wouldn't quite er, call early, him like Ministry of Darkness. Yeah, that that was heel. I guess, but, but I guess what I'm saying point. is like. When Taker was in his heyday, mm-hmm. there were a few points where he was the the actual like face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot of times 
he either had a whole posse he was rolling with or he was going through his midlife crisis phase. Mm-hmm. The only he time that you could argument, argue that he like dipped into pure face was when he started just making WrestleMania appearances. Mm-hmm. And that was because he was never the bad guy in the scenario. Yeah. It's everyone calling him out. Yeah. And they were like, ah, we need yeah. to fight Taker. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> it, it's the whole, it's the whole like Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Oh, shoot. Yeah, here we here go we again. Go again. Yeah. What I, I like to imagine, the, uh, you remember in, uh, in Powerpuff Girls, they had the, the mayor phone and whenever he was, oh, call, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like every he would yeah. call them, there would be like a phone that would ring. I imagine Taker's just sitting there, just watching TV. I love Miss Ears. And he's like, <sighs> what? Triple H wants to fight you again. <laughs> well, he I think he answered it the last time when AJ Styles <laughs> called. <laughs> well, from, hey, what, I wanna, from what I hey, saw, I you. <laughs> from what I saw, according to uh, that documentary where last it ride. was right after. Yeah, the last ride document. I th- it was was it was it like a WrestleMania or it was SummerSlam or something mm-hmm. where they showed AJ walking by and he goes, "Come here, I need to talk to you real quick." Yeah, I love how they ended that because I was like, "I see you, 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 you know, you knew what was coming. I knew you what was, was there." Uh, anywho, we're not going to let this run too long because there's yeah. only so much we can say. But the bottom line, I think we can both agree on mm-hmm. is a heel can't just be bad or a mean or mean yeah you have to get people to like to hate you Mm -hmm. you still have to perform good in the ring and you have to have an interesting enough character where you're not just evil for evil's sake uh unless you're evil well the boogeyman oh yeah but like i wouldn't quite say i liked the boogeyman because he didn't really ever do anything. They were just like, look, he's evil. Oh, bah. he's he's eating worms. Oh, that being said, when he was tormenting uh, Booker T's wife, that, that was that was, some, yeah. that was some premium was heel work he was doing at yeah. that time, because it was like he had a vision and he was like, I'm just going to constantly mess with Booker T's wife. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so I think we, we can all agree that right now, Top heel in the business is MJF because yeah. he's gone back to that classic way of never breaking character mm-hmm. ever. No, uh, not even in interviews. He he cut a heel promo on Stone Cold of all people. He right, cut one on Stone Cold. <laughs> if yeah. I if you had to pick, just so for the sake of completeness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would be the top heel in WWE? Because the top heel overall is an AEW star. So, I mean, obviously, he fits in that category. So, who'd be yeah. the top heel in WWE? No That's one, what we'll end on. No one really just, like, I had to think real hard about this. It's, it's weird that, like, I've as much as I watch right WWE. Now. It's not a person, though. The Hurt Business. Yeah. I, I, they, they, they came into mind definitely just because I would go with the they, they have business. done they have done some really good work and they got Cedric Alexander there like yeah they converted somebody yeah th- that that means they're legit it's a it's a real thing the hurt business it's a four they converted man stable a good boy it's a good it's a good old four man stable and, and what I what I love is everyone looks at the hurt business 
and given the current climate we live in yeah 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 in our world i'll just say this no one's brought up that aspect yeah if you get my drift no i it's i'm picking just, up where you're putting down it's just these like four these dudes, dudes who roll violent. together yeah and hurt people yep the business is it. hurt and business is good mm-hmm. and that's what i love uh, is you could look at that and your first thought was oh i see what they and then you realize oh they're not focusing on that at all i appreciate that so I know you know that I always have like Twitter open. Of course, on, of course. Uh, so it looks like they just revealed themselves uh, retribution. Oh, so we finally have a a visual reveal well, for retribution. One of them. It looks oh, one like. of. Well, is it like uh, an actual or like like someone's got like hyper speculation? No, they uh they're saying that Mia Yim is the leader of Retribution. Yeah, I've heard that a lot actually. Yeah. She's the only says, one that showed her face. Everyone else is wearing masks or whatnot. She's the only oh, one that's she's like, like actually showed her face. Yep. Like she's standing in the middle of the ring. She's like she's cheating to the audience. Like she's the one that's standing up front and who, it's her face. It's Mia Yim. Who is this Bane looking person? See, it's just, it's it's crazy. Oh, someone actually tweeted, it's good to know Bane is in retribution. (laughs) Right? Are you seeing the person I'm talking about? Oh, uh, that's uh, Dijakovic. That's Dijakovic. Why why does he look like Bane? I don't know, but I guess guess there it is. I would be upset, but I'm just glad that, like, we can put names to not faces. Yeah. <laughs> Retribution is chaos. Retribution is anarchy. Chaos and anarchy are under contract, apparently. They are, indeed. Yeah, but... We are yeah, chaos, yeah. but we go where we're told. Yeah. So, let's... So, I guess that's that's it. That There it is. That's, there, that's the thing. There it is. Yeah. They, they've revealed themselves, whatever. And you know what? Her, Fine. Yeah. Uh, it looks like her business and uh, Retribution are going to be going at it, which is good because I haven't seen a stable versus stable in WWE in a long time. Ooh, I'm, I'm, I'm does here that for mean it. they're gearing up to what I think they're gearing up to? Oh, yeah. They're absolutely gearing up to bash at the beach. I'm going to let that linger for a second. Yeah. You said those words. Mm-hmm. And definitely wasn't referencing uh survivor series yeah no i was definitely referencing the third man in the outsiders you're the third man our third man is craig third man is craig third man is craig (laughs) i guess that's the show (laughs) that's the show we're we're uh we're just random one now so uh yeah we're grasping at straws but uh tune in next week we got we got uh we got some stuff for you. The uh, ace is grabbing a straw. Uh, hopefully, uh, good old uh bad take Jake is gonna be back on the cast. Oh, I love uh, that we're still using that nickname. We're gonna be talking about. Well, hopefully, we're not talking about it too much. I mean, there might be things that happen, but Clash of Champions. We're gonna be kind of maybe kind of maybe, maybe we'll, recapping uh, it. We'll see Roman maybe. do some Roman things. Yep, maybe. Hopefully. 
Maybe yeah. Retribution will show up because they don't tend to show up at pay-per-views. No, 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 no. But oh, yeah, no, um, no, no. that's that's pretty much it. That's the show. Um, that's the show. So, so clean your animals, wash your hands, take a shower, brush that teeth, uh, pray. Trim your fingernails. Like pray drink, drink your balls. Time. Drink I your balls. I didn't bring mine out because uh, our favorite shill wasn't on the podcast. Yeah, I'm uh, drinking Coke right now. So, but I have two in the uh, in the fridge. I'm drinking good clean water. I got none. I got zero dimes. I got news for you. I I had one, and then I forgot I had one. And so when I was oh, like, okay. younger, I was like, <laughs> I need another one. Yeah. And so I got it, and I put it in there. And when I put it in the fridge, I heard click click click, and I was like, what Oh god, I, what did I run into when I was trying to put it in the fridge? Is the other one. I was like, Oh, now I have two. So Dominic Dijakovic, Mia Yim, Dio Madden, Mercedes Martinez, and then a random guy. Wow, they really are the forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's hope they do good and aren't just all really wild-looking masks. Masks and boyos, yeah. Yeah. Hey, they're wearing their masks. We can't be complaining. Yeah, wear your masks. Wear your masks when you go out in public. Wear them. Not in the car. Don't be that person. Yeah, don't. Unless you're taking an Uber, then do be that person. Yeah, I heard uh, somebody. There was a whole thing where a person was arguing because the person asked them to put on the mask, and they're like, "Oh, gotta do that." And they were like, "Yes, you do." Is it's one of the things you accepted when you took the ride that you were going to? He was like, "Ah, well," he's like, "I'm I'm not going anywhere. Like, I'm I'm staying here." And he was like, "All right, cool. I'm not going anywhere either." Then, and he was like, "You better drive." And he was like, "I'm not doing it." So, long story short, wear your mask in public. Mm -hmm. Wear your mask. Be kind to one another. that one be, should be the one that most be, be kind. Just be kind. Stop. Be Don't kind. come on now. This is a really tumultuous period for all facets of life. Uh, mm-hmm. Just be kind. It's not worth it. Yeah. Not be kind. Yep. Also, right. check, out, check out the uh, Down and Dirty podcast by Ronchi Ron that hasn't come out in a long time. <laughs> oh, no, I'm working, I'm working on season two. I'm working on season two. Make sure that you're following us on all of our social medias, including Twitter at Quick Pop Cast, Facebook at the Quick Pop Podcast, and Instagram as well at the Quick Pop Podcast. Any of those are great ways to reach out to the hosts of the show, and we'd love to talk to you as well. We are constantly speaking on current events and would love to hear your opinions on stuff too. So get in touch with us today. <laughs>